Good morning, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to CIR Business Mastery. This morning, we are super lucky that we have Medoran Boucher with us. Thanks, Medoran. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Medoran's been with us for 13 years, coming on 13 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the reason that we wanted to have you on today is because, re and this is kind of the topic, and we'll ask some questions that, that get around this, but real estate can be so transaction-based, and that can get old quickly for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I love about you so much, and I just want you to like rub it on to me because I need more of that in my life, is you're so good at finding all of the things that bring you passion and joy and fulfillment, and you found a way to work that into your business, and you've had this great career, and you just seem happy and Aww. wonderful all of the time while still being a kick-ass realtor at four. <laughs> Um, but I feel like in that context, it's yeah. nice swearing so it doesn't count. Um, so we're going to chat about that. Thank <laughs> you for being swearing. here. I love that. Thank <laughs> you. I like Medoran, goat, greatest yeah. of all time. Gosh. <laughs> wow. If I could get that in writing for my husband to I read, would. that he would be wonderful. His morning affirmation, I am yeah. married to right. <laughs> Matt's this. a great guy. So we love Matt. Thank you. Um, that's awesome. Well, thank you for that introduction. That. And I've been thinking about this and wanting to say something really quickly, kind of just prefacing this whole um, time together. Um, I just want to thank you guys, and I don't want this to come across cheesy or anything, but I've kind of been reflecting a little bit on, you know, my journey with CIR and how instrumental you guys have been in this whole experience for me. And I think so often you guys are putting people up on the pedestal and encouraging and thanking and acknowledging. And I just wanted to, again, at the risk of sounding like a cheese ball, thank you guys for everything you've done. Well, I just met you. with a new realtor. And, um, and so we were going through some of the website stuff. And I'm terrible because I'm not on there as much as I should be kind of getting up to date on things. And I'm like, holy smokes, like, look at what is available to us. And you're my number one selling feature when I'm talking to a realtor trying to get them on board just because I know you're so invested and committed. And so I know this is a, on a side, and <laughs> but I think Thanks, it's, enjoy. yeah, I just really appreciate everything that you do. And you're like number one selling feature, then yeah. our managers two, three, four, five, and then number six. <laughs> you're in there, Lindsay. You're in there. <laughs> Top 15. But you're the first to always throw out the thank yous and the appreciations. And so I just wanted to make sure that, you know, I think you need to be acknowledged as well. So anyways, for whatever it's worth. There you're you go. the sweetest. <laughs> no, I'm hoping you're going to go easy on me. The no, we all need a little more just trying to get easy uh, questions from you now. <laughs> That's awesome. No, just kidding. Okay, you. we're going to eliminate this one. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Kick, kick us yeah. off here. What brought you into real estate? So I kind of put some thought into that. And it's funny. And I wanted to share this only because I think there's a lot of people who get into real estate thinking that you need to have like an economics degree or a marketing degree or all of these things. And that was not my experience. And so I think it's great to be able to share that you can come from any background mm. and you can make it in this industry totally. because there's so many different people that we can cater to, right? So we have the engineers and we have the stay-at-home moms. And so you can find your niche and it doesn't really matter what your background is. You can kind of take it and, and work with it. So my background, believe it or not, I went to school um, down in Arizona on, an, on a basketball scholarship, which I laugh about because it turned into a cheerleading scholarship. I just wanted to play basketball, right? Huh. So that was that one. There was 20 minutes, 20 seconds left in the game when we were up by 30 and the coach would look down the bench, get in there, Medora, and <laughs> show them what you got. Anyway, so um, my actual education was called physical activity studies, which has then been converted into kinesiology. So totally oh. irrelevant with um, real estate. So anyways, fast forward, I was at home with our kids and um, I, we sold our first house. And uh, it was with a really successful realtor here, actually, at CIR, a female realtor. And she encouraged me to become 
uh, her, her assistant at the time because I really wasn't sure what path I wanted to be on in life and it just was an opportunity that presented itself. I actually had a great experience with her. A lot of people become a realtor because they had a yeah. bad experience yeah. or I had a great experience and I thought, oh, maybe this is something that I could get myself into. And so I shadowed her for, well, I worked as a realtor or also her biatch, if I can say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fair. Yeah, fair. Trying to keep it nice wearing as well uh, for the first three months and then was just felt like I was in a position where I wanted to get out on my own. So that's kind of was my introduction into real estate back in 2007 when the market was just kind of creeping over and so I was thrown into her fire which was amazing and I highly recommend it. So for any new realtor if you have the opportunity to shadow or just to be in in someone's world who knows what they're doing and has yeah. that experience and can give you that guidance I think it's it's very beneficial so I learned a lot from her and then kind of went on my own and it was a sink or swim because my husband decided to stay at home with our kids. We have a son with special needs, as you know. Yeah. So we made that commitment early on to, uh, that one of us was going to be at home with our kids. And so, and they were little at that time. So he stayed at home, bless his heart. Wow. Uh, best thing that happened to our relationship, right? When you can have an understanding. Yeah. Uh, he kind of put his career on hold and allowed me to pursue mine. So I, I love him dearly for that. And nice. um, I know. So, but then you do, you get that appreciation of like, I've been working all day and you know, and you've been at home. So anyways, that's how it all kind of started. And like I said, sink or swim, it was my income and we have to work hard. And so yeah. And that was I, that. I, I, I bet yeah. that motivation helped. That it's like, I, I gotta get this thing to happen. Yeah. I always find people need something, and, and in your case, bigger than themselves to work for. And you have yeah. the family resting on your shoulders and it can make it where, making that last follow-up call, things like Absolutely. that, becomes aware you just have no choice. It's so interesting reflecting back on it too because I know so many people struggle with this work-life balance and it's really hard in real estate. And like you said, it was like all, I had to be all in, but then I have these young kids, right? And I remember having my phone on, on my son's nightstand, right? And, and reading him a bedtime story and the phone would go and I'd be gone and I regret that. But that's also part of being able to build something and to create that foundation. Yeah. So it creates future opportunities for your family. Yeah, it's like, right? But anyways, it all worked out. They're not oh, too awesome. messed up. <laughs> no, we think. Everyone's a little messed up. <laughs> the husband. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, um, I was just, you know, I was just thinking about what you said, and you just have to sacrifice something to build something better. And I bet there's yeah. so much guilt that goes into those decisions at that moment. Absolutely. But it's so true. Like nobody built something great. And really your business is great. Like you really yeah. have built something great. And I don't think that anybody in the history of the world can say, I built something great by choosing to not sacrifice a few nice moments. Absolutely. Right? Like, and that's just, that's just that's life. Just but we put so much pressure on ourselves to think that we shouldn't be doing that. But like, Literally nothing great was ever built without a little bit of sacrifice. Absolutely. So you almost have to embrace that. You do, and I think social media kind of magnifies that, right? Like you yeah. have these, well for myself, like I kind of compare myself to women who are spending all this quality time with their children, and I mean half of it's BS if we're it, honest, totally. right? Absolutely. And so yeah. I think it just becomes this switch where it is quality over quantity, right? And yes. then just carving out that time and making them feel important. And I, I speak this as a, as a mother running a business, and obviously everyone has their own challenges, but I think that's an important part of, 
of it is learning how to carve out that time, create structured, wonderful time, but not beating yourself up if you have to take a call and it's dinner time. And then as you become more established and you become more comfortable, I think you can set those boundaries a little bit better. Mm -hmm. We don't have the phone at the table. An offer can wait, unless it is like nine o'clock and the deadline is there. I really try now to be able to just set those boundaries. Those boundaries. Yeah. You kind of have to, you're, you're, you're setting an example for our kids too. Right? Yeah, that, that's I think, a really good point. That I think filters into so many different places in their lives, mm -hmm. right? So that's, that's a really good point. Thank you. So you had said that you got to live with the fire of this lady that you worked with, mm -hmm. and then you went on your own, and it was kind of the sink or swim for you. Mm -hmm. So as an individual agent, mm -hmm. what did it take for you, and how long did it take before you felt like I was bringing in an income? I mean, you know, there's always a benchmark, right? Because once yeah. you're happy with where you got, then you want to yes. go somewhere else. Isn't that the truth? But when yeah. you started yeah. by yourself, mm -hmm. the first goal that you set for yourself was, I need to make X. Yes. How long did it take you for you to accomplish that? And it, was there any turning point where you realized you started doing something specifically that helped How with that? that? Such a good question. And... Um, you know, I, I, I was pretty blessed kind of coming out of the, the gates because the market was still relatively good. Mm. Not too bad, right? Yeah. And uh, I know that for me, my, I, I really didn't know what to expect. And in hindsight, I think it would have probably been better. I'm terrible at business plans and setting goals and all that kind of stuff. It was, I'm just going to work really hard and kind of cross my fingers that things yeah. are going to work out and, you know, have a little bit of faith that way. Um, so, and, and things really did just kind of, you know, I feel really blessed that it took off relatively quickly, uh, but it didn't come without a lot of hard work. I mean, I was, I remember open housing Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I did a lot of reaching oh. out to friends and family, you know, just, I really put myself out there. Um, and, you know, I think that pays off. And, and also, you know, even just sitting those open houses, being comfortable enough to have start that dialogue with yeah. people when they come in and just, instead of just sending them upstairs. I'm not so good at that anymore. I've kind of got a little lazy in my, <laughs> in my days where I kind of just have a look, you know, whereas yeah. before, you know, when you're really trying to build a business, you've got yeah. to be invested. And I think people appreciate that, right, when they, they can feel that when they meet you. Yeah, and yeah. genuine nature. Like, you have I a natural so. presence about you that is that way. And some people really need to work yeah. on it, too, where... I know I was talking yeah. to a gentleman yesterday about, he's like, ah, you know, I'm just not getting, I'm doing the open house, but I'm not getting the, the, the conversion from it. Mm. And, and we started talking about some verbiage and how he was doing it. And, and there's definitely, you can see where some people very naturally yes. have a disarming nature about yes. them. And then that's some good, people. That's a good word. That's yeah. a really good word. And then, actually. Oh, yeah. Disarming. Disarming. Well, D-I-S. It completely completely explains how some people just can settle into a conversation versus not, right? Because yeah. that's just, yeah. that is just it. Some people just allow that in a room and then other people you just never feel like you're just going to exhale and just lean into yes. that. Well, I think the biggest thing that is, is trying to understand the person that you're talking to. And I, I had done a little bit of research on, you know, when you're talking to someone who speaks loud or speaks quickly to try and mimic that, right? Or if someone's a little bit more reserved, you know, and to really try and become engaged in what's going on in their world. Because I think with real estate, people just want to, it's all about trust. And we feel trust when someone seems to really care. And yeah. you show that you care by asking questions and creating dialogue that 
it doesn't resolve, revolve around me and how great of a realtor and you know all of this experience that I have, but it's like what what's important to you. I think that's something I've hopefully learned over the years is Let me be ask a good you this. listener. When you were yeah. when you were reaching out to your friends and family, mm. what were you reaching out with? What was that conversation like if you remember? Oh man, that's I, I can remember a few specific instances where it was more just when the dialogue came up to put myself out there right. and to do it, to try and do it in a genuine way and an authentic way, right? Where, listen, I am new, you know, but I will work hard for you. And that's going to be the yeah. advantage to working with me, right? And just putting it out there in emails and stuff that this is what I'm doing. I think it's the whole secret agent thing is so true, isn't it? It is. Right? We're it so is. scared. And at the end of the day, what is the worst thing that could happen if you share with somebody when you overhear a conversation that they're thinking of, you know, buying or selling? Yeah. So, yeah. It's yeah. Well, and you know, it's funny because you think of all of the people that just have jobs that aren't in sales. And there's a stigma with sales where oh you don't want to talk about your job because someone's going to think you're selling something. But yes. 95% of all of my friends aren't in sales and they talk about their jobs all, all the, the time, time. Yeah. like that's just yes. what you do right like it's yes. such a fundamental part of your job that you just talk about yes. but when you're in sales you're like well, I don't want to say anything because they're gonna think that, that but, I'm trying to yeah but it, there's even a lack of authenticity to that because like that's probably one of you know my, my marriage my family my job like those are to not authentically talk about yeah, how you're passionate about that or what you're doing in your day like and people want to work with someone who's passionate totally. about what they're doing yeah. and, and inspired and committed, right? Yeah. And so if we kind of downplay that, I think it makes us a little bit more questionable, right, to whoever totally. we're talking to. So, yeah. yeah, I think that's an important thing is just being able to put yourself out there, which is not always easy. And sometimes I'll even say at the risk of sounding like a cheesy salesman, because then you've you basically prefaced totally. it yeah. totally. so that people yeah. are, they, it kind of puts the guard, the guard down a yeah. little bit, yeah. right? So I don't know if that's good or bad, but it's worked, right? It's good. So, mm -hmm. I think it's good. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So your, your career evolved and dramatically. And, you know, Medoran top producer at CIR many, many currently, you know, all these types of things, uh, many, many years. And you had a different path because you decided to join up with a team, mm -hmm. which was interesting. Mm -hmm. So I want to get your thoughts on um, you know, other people joining up with teams, but tell us about your thoughts around why you chose to join up with a team. Here's a top producer mm. that decides to join up with a team, and typically it's the other way, someone that's looking yeah. to yeah. boost their business and things like that. So, so give, us the, give us a bit of the uh, story behind your journey into the team environment. Yeah, that was a really interesting and exciting transition in, in my career. Um, that was back in 2012, and at that point, I was truly looking for balance. So it's funny, I think, in real estate, you, you kind of swing on this pendulum where you come in and you're hungry and you're ambitious and you're super you know, involved and passionate, and, and then you kind of, well, this happened for me, but I have talked to some other agents and it seems to happen pretty consistently, some top producers, where you kind of swing over and you become a little bit jaded mm. because all of a sudden it becomes this incredibly time-consuming, all-in career. And so, I, I mean, I joke about how, you know, at that point in my life, I, this is terrible to say, and forgive me, but I remember, like, you know, it was dinner time and someone would call me and they'd be like, hey, Medoran, we're pre-approved, we're ready to go, you know, and we're like, when can we get out looking? We're like, that's great, awesome. i get off the phone and be like, they're calling me at dinner time. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> my husband would be like, $8,000, Medoran. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to stay on track, yeah, right? right. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, it's how true. dare they? I used to, used to regret 
threat. Yes. No, sorry, you used to load when people yes. call your phone rang. Like, you'd be like, oh, and you'd oh, start oh. cringing, and yeah. you'd start, yeah. you know, oh, and really? so. Really, like tonight? Tonight, like really, I'm just about to say, of How course it's you? dinner time, yeah. right? <laughs> you want to go buy a property and feed my family. Like, it's just terrible. So I kind of got to that place, and so I think, um, unconsciously, I was looking for some sort of a shift, you know, and something, a change. I'm an mm. entrepreneur, and we're all entrepreneurs, and I think we like to grow and evolve, yeah. right? And constantly challenge ourselves. So anyways, I was, at that time, I was just needing balance in my life. Perfect. Yeah, and it was really cool, and um, that was an amazing experience for me, and I was in it for about four years. And um, so, and I worked with Tom Sherry, yeah. who I love dearly. And it's funny because, and I actually recommend if you are one type of agent and you're thinking of getting onto a team, don't necessarily look for somebody who's similar to you, yeah. right? I, and this is just right. my advice. So Tom and I are very dynamically different in terms of how we approach our business. I think we have the same morals and values, which is an important fit. Um, but we run, we ran our our business is different and so it was really cool partnering up with him because he taught me so much I'm a very people person and he is as well but he he did a lot of his training with scripts and that sort of stuff where mine was more kind of generic you know as I as I went and I learned some really great verbiage from him like some really great dialogue that I could implement into my business mm -hmm. and I also learned a lot more about boundaries and um, being able to say no fighting for my commissions so I think there's a lot of validity getting onto a team when you're working with other people who do their business a different way if you go into it with an open mind. And um, so that was one of the most wonderful things that I gained. It, it really did help my business, just making me a little bit more well-rounded in terms of an agent so I could deal yeah. with different types of personalities. I got along great with stay-at-home moms, you know, and the first-time buyers, but throw an engineer on my plate and it was like, you know, you have to speak to them a different way. And um, you have to negotiate your, your commissions a different way. So I learned a lot from him with that. And, that. and that was a great part of being on a team. And also just for the way that we had our team structured, um, the just having that balance. So when I went away on holidays, I legitimately gave him my phone. And I was able, wow. to, sh that I was able yeah. to like carve out that time. And that was really important wow. to me. I remember giving it, him my phone my first time, and I literally cried. Oh, I've, I've, <laughs> right? I've never been in that experience, but you saying that and yes. thinking of what that must be like. It was like, so is, overwhelming, which is kind of sad to think. Yeah. And then by the third time, I was checking in my phone, and I was running out the door, and I'd be like, wow. do not contact me. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so it was... Um, so there's a lot of benefits with um, with that, and uh, I think a lot of people think, especially if they're on a team where the, the commissions are structured a certain way, oh my gosh, depending on how it is set up, you know, those were some of my highest producing years yeah. was when I was on that team because yeah. I could focus on what I loved, right? Well, they, had the, they had built up a turnkey infrastructure for Absolutely. You. And so you didn't have to worry about anything except for the sales mm -hmm. side. Yep. And that's, yeah, and that's kind of what my bread and butter is in the industry, I think, yeah. Is, yeah. is just being able to be with people. I don't like the back end stuff or having to worry about checklists and all that kind of stuff. I just want to go out and sell real estate. So I think for anyone who's thinking about it, depending on the personality type, there's a lot of great opportunities if they can find the right fit, yeah. I think anyways, yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you answered everything on there. Hey, one, one quick, yeah. one more thing on teams. Do you feel when somebody is new that a team would be the same as having a mentor? Like, would that be, oh, or would that be just because question. you had, because you, you, you talked in the beginning about, you know, I had this lady that I worked with. Yes. She was a bit of a mentor. And then yes. you went on a team experience. Were they similar or were they different? Different. 
different. I think, um, and I think also because I was a new realtor, it was more shadowing, learning. Right. I was running out, delivering feature sheets, filling in when she was on holidays. So there was some really applicable things. And I, I learned by observing a lot, where I think when you're on a team, it's a little bit more you're, you're actually doing your own business and that sort of stuff. But there is still mentorship there. Yeah. So I think both, um, you know, both are fantastic opportunities. I think it just depends on what the person's looking for. Are they wanting to like dig in and just get the, out there and they don't have that fear of you know, getting out and doing deals? Or are they wanting to stand back, shadow a little bit, and learn, and then jump in? So I think it just depends on the person. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah? Cool. Yeah. Tell us about... Um, I'm going to ask this question. Okay, you're going <laughs> to ask... I got, I, okay, so I have... These questions, first of all, are in like paragraph format. And are written in a way, that, and we always take turns. Right? It's because I know Midoran, so I have really I'm targeted like, I'm questions. Down, I'm like, okay. This is a good, this is a good question for Kristen. As I do this, and, and I was about I know, to chop like off the sentences. entire part, open part of the question. I so love it. Ask the question the but when way I, the chef when I read intended the question, the question it to be made asked. My, it made my heart full, so thank you. Well, <laughs> and, you and, take it the way, and take it the way you want. So one of the things that I love about you but I also, through conversations that I've had with you at times, can be literally detrimental, mm. is you are the biggest giver of your Aww. time and your energy. You really, really are almost in the nicest way yep. to a fault. I appreciate that. Right? Because we all only have so much time in a day. Yes. And you are the first in many situations, if somebody else needs something ever, that you're like, my time is yours because your heart is really, like, it's, it's actually that big, which is unbelievable. You. So and I and I know that that and I think that there's a lot of people because I you know you just hear people talking in, in the office about being like you know and I'm their psychologist and I'm their interior <laughs> decorator and I'm and I'm and I'm right yes. so as soon as you get a client base as big as yours and you become eight people in addition mm -hmm. to just being a realtor to one person I mean that that is yeah. that can get time heavy but you for such a long time and probably still do that so talk to me a little bit about what that has done for your career mm. um, a really good example of something that you did that you loved and then maybe another example where you where it didn't work out and the point of this question is I guess looking at and you mentioned it when you were talking about Tom's team too mm -hmm. boundaries yes. that you need to set in your business and I, and I guess that's the that's the end result of boundaries yeah. that you need to set but at the same time How honoring honoring the relationship that you have with somebody, which is some, you know, based off our conversation, sometimes that relationship you can have with a client is literally so unbelievably deep yep. that your heart could never say no. It's and what's so that true. balance? And that's, oh, I love that question. And the reason I love it is See? because, <laughs> because <laughs> they're so nice to me. Touche, touche. Because <laughs> it was such a flattering question. Uh, How do you no, balance being such a good person? Which <laughs> it's hard. Say it again, say it's it again. Hard. No, <laughs> it is truth, hard. didn't sleep. <laughs> she Literally, didn't. in her biography, she didn't sleep. I love that biography. She did still live for a very long time. She did, though, she's so good. You're good. Yeah, and she looked good. Um, I think that's such an important question because we all do our business different. And, yeah. um, and I often joke when I'm going through the consumer relationship guide when I get to obedience, I'm like, no, I will not clean your toilet. No, I will not take you to rehab. You know, obedience is this when it comes to real estate because I did those things. Like, I legitimately yeah. did those things. And I think, in hindsight, unfortunately, <laughs> fortunately, that was part of how I built my business is I was yeah. all in. And I think that's also why I went to that, that jaded space, right, is where I got so 
angry and frustrated. I got to a place in my career where I was exhausted because, I mean, I legitimately took a guy to rehab. I mean, I was having conversations at one o'clock in the morning with people who were going through a divorce. And, and, and I really, truly cared. And I think that's kind of how I did my business is because I'm a people person. I'm not the smartest. I don't have you know the greatest marketing and in fact the day that you emailed me um my web guys like Midoran, like your your website is not even mobile like you can't even use it on a mobile and you should probably look at this ssl thing like yeah, I, yeah. and i'm like meh <laughs> like not me don't listen to me but it's probably but it's not it's not for me it's not how i built my yeah. business and it's not important to me and i'd rather invest my money elsewhere but Anyways, just kind of going back to what you said, I think that, you know, just looking back on all those experiences, um, it really did reinforce how important boundaries are. Like, I remember starting and literally painting some guy's house, taking out his, his trash, which was full of mold, cleaning his toilet, taking him to rehab, and realizing, you know, at some point my husband, you know, then, and then he was in a hotel, because I dropped him off a hotel after rehab, and, you know, they called me to come and get him because they were kicking him out. Like, it was a disaster. And you just have this moment, you're like, what am I doing? Like, I'm supposed to be selling his house, right? And I think we can easily get caught up in that trap, and yeah. it is a bit of a trap. And yet, you know, when we're trying so hard to build a business and there's a paycheck on the end and you want to, you know, show people that you're invested, it's hard. So I think from, you know, learning pretty early on with a few hard knock lessons mm -hmm. that, you know, you do have to be able to say no. Kind of that's on the personal level. And then on the business level, and I, if I can share this story, because this came up on the women's group. Yeah, and please. I think it's important because so many times people will invest into some clients and it goes so far where you feel like you need this paycheck, right? Yes, and you've totally. earned this paycheck, yep. you've put in this much time, and so you're not gonna let them go until you get a paycheck out of it. And I do have my one experience, and I'm just gonna share it just because the ending Please. might help people realize how important it is to cut the tie. So I worked with these clients, and it was pretty early on, and I, was, I had become friends with the girl. We went for pedicures and everything. I kid you not, I probably, between Matt and I, because Matt was a licensed at the time, we probably showed them 150 to 200 homes over wow. the course of a couple years. And I got to that place where I was like, no, I, I need it. I have earned a paycheck. I am not walking away from this. And I remember my, sitting my, down with my dad, who's a very successful financial advisor, and he said to me, Medoran, like, think about how much negativity they are bringing into your life yeah. and how that is preventing mm -hmm. you. Because as they say, you know, what you're feeling is what you're projecting. How much business did I actually lose by trying to hold on to these guys and create something from totally. it, right? And I know we all know it, but it is hard to let people go. It's yeah. so hard to let people go when you've invested into them. So long story short, I ended, we ended up, believe it or not, writing on a property and it was a brand new listing. I got the sellers down 20,000. We came in 30,000 under list. My guys wouldn't come up hardly at all. And uh, we couldn't get the deal together. The next day they took me to a coffee shop and they fired me for not reducing my commissions and bringing the deal together. People, walk away, walk away. Oh my gosh. I know, and I remember going and this home was from that. that you were like, I was yes, friends with you. I went for pedicures. I was investing so much. This was really early on. And it was such a valuable lesson that I have no regrets about going through because you can share these stories and you also help shape you in terms of how you want to do your business. But I think whenever I hear people saying that, I'm just like, it's not worth the paycheck because you're losing money you know yeah. the amount of time and, and yeah. effort and energy and the negativity it created in our household and all of these things it's just it's not worth it and then to have that actually happen kind of just 
summarized it all. <laughs> that is like, a bad like, idea. I think that was going to be the end of that story. Run really people. Bad, yeah. and so, but it is hard, isn't it? And so that's, I think, that contributed to that whole being jaded. But then when you learn to be able to get to a place where you can say no and be okay with that, right? And, and, and be able to move on and, and reinvest your time and energy into something more positive. Even if that's at that time nothing, if you've got nothing else on the go other than maybe investing it back into yourself or reading or a course or something. Yeah. It's so much more important. So don't do it. Run, people. Run. <laughs> I know. I remember coming home, and seriously, you, if you could imagine, like, like flipping chairs, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, they fired me. It's like every family in a monopoly <laughs> right? game comes in. Exactly and just taking the time away. And that was the thing that hurt the most. It really wasn't the paycheck. For me, it was the 5 o'clock a new property comes on, we need to see it now, the time away from my family. That's what Matt and I, have, when we've reflected on that, which we don't anymore very much. <laughs> that's what it is. It's the time that they took away from us, right? And so, and that was worth it. But yeah. th and that that's truly speaks to just the word experience of mm. being the best teacher. You don't know how that's gonna go until you're in the situation. Absolutely. To how hard it is. We all have nightmare client stories. Everyone has it. So. So we almost have a tale of two Medorans. We have early Medoran yeah. who is eager to please and, and, and you're still a very no, pleaser and, and, that, that, yeah. and that's one of the things that make you so great. So take us now to give us some of the wisdom of Medoran as she is in her career today because you still have clients that love you. You still have yeah. tight oh, relationships. So. Tell us what you're doing today to keep those relationships close that also provides those limitations. You know? yeah. and, and so, yeah. so if we were to ask you today, you're giving advice to somebody and saying, how do I maintain strong relationships and also uh, maintain sort of a life? But what do you do today now to keep those relationships and client relationships close? That's, I love that question. I think it's so important. I think everyone would approach that differently because de depending on what their personality is. And I, I've shared this story with you, Kirsten, and I think it was 2017, which was my best year in real estate. It was my 10th year, and I wanted to take the opportunity to genuinely show gratitude to my clients. And I think we can do this at any time if this is the type of person you are and this is like how you like to do your business. You don't have to be in it for 10 years. You could do it at your second year anniversary. Mm -hmm. And it's what I learned from Ninja. I love that course, yeah. you know, and what I've learned from you guys is authentically giving without any expectation in return. And I think it's so valuable. And so that year, I let my clients know I was going to be doing 12 months of giving back because I wanted to show my appreciation for their continued loyalty. And, you know, that's a lot of my business is just, um, you know, my, my current and past clients. So every month, and I'll tell you, it was a lot of work. And it was, it was costly to a certain degree, but when you consider what, you know, instead of investing into my website, which I probably should, this is where I decided I wanted to put my money and it gave me a lot more, um, you know, happiness to be able to do that. So anyways, every month I just came up with something different that had nothing to do with real estate. And I, and I sent that out to my clients. So a couple, ex a couple examples. Yeah, please. So for January, because it's the new year, a lot of people are, you know, wanting to do some, you know, work on themselves and stuff. I did my top 10 books and I actually reached out to some other people and said, what, you know, give me some really good books that kind of cover a bunch of different things. And then I just ordered off of Amazon a bunch of magnets, uh, bookmark magnets. And I put it into a letter and I just sent it out to all my clients. So that's not, and I, I keep a really tight 
client yeah. database. I think I have 150 people on my database. But they're so. like but cream of the crop people. I love them, right? Yeah. And people I really love to work with. And so, um, so I sent it out. There was no mention of real estate other than maybe in the closing sentence of a letter, I might say, thank you for your continued. Like, I, don't, I didn't put a business card in, yeah. nothing. Some people might cringe at that, because, but they know who they I know am. They know who you are. They know yeah. who I am. They know how to find me. Never do right? business for your referrals. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing of that. It was, this is for you, thank you. Um, so one of my favorite ones was actually May for Mother's Day. I think I told you this. So I got a whole big bag of Epsom salt from this place. Yeah, this was this was so intense. Funny. This was intense. My poor children through this. It was a great learning experience <laughs> for my kids to be involved. But we sat at the kitchen table and we bagged up these tiny little baggies of Epsom salt. Now imagine what that looks like if the police would have came over yeah, to our totally. house. Yeah, totally. This mound of little baggies of Epsom salts that I sandwiched into a card. And I sent out to my clients for Mother's Day. Yeah. And I can almost promise you none of those women actually poured that salt, nor would it yeah. have been effective to pour that salt into a bath and think, oh, you know, this is. But it was something tangible that they were opening up and saying, this isn't a bill. This is from Medoran. This is her way of saying thank you, you know, or, or whatever, just a touch. And obviously, it took a lot of work. Um, the whole thing took a lot of work. but. It was so worth it and so fulfilling, right? To just nice. know that you're giving back. So anyways, I think people can do that. And you have given us so many resources to be able to do that. It's turnkey, right? Where we can give yeah. these touches to people. And um, so anyways, that's, I think, I think that's know, valuable. I love when you're excited about something. Mm. And, and in, in terms of marketing, no, here's a... <laughs> Related example, and I'll tie the two together in the, in the end here. We were out for a jog yesterday, and um, these two dogs are at the front door of a house, and all of a sudden they start chasing after us, like like tiny dogs in a yeah. cute way. Yeah. They start kind of following us, and we're like, like "What the you down the street?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like running down the street with us, and we're like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, you're you're out of the house. So we go walk into the house. We notice so the, the side gate is open, so we kind of shoo the dogs into the side gate, close the gate, and then we're gonna go knock on the door. Now, how many people feel comfortable? knocking on a door. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's like your heart would be pounding yes. because it's like, well, have you ever thought of buy, you know, buying or selling real estate? You're yes. thinking of it now or anytime in the future, but it's like, we wanted to say to them, listen, your dogs got out and everything else. There's zero fear. Like the fear was zero to 10 because you're adding value to them, right? So we knock on the door and say, hey, just to let you know your dogs were outside. We, we put them back in your backyard. So we were in your yard, we closed the fence and they were grateful. They're like, yeah. oh my gosh, thank you so much. Yeah. When you have a marketing campaign that you know is going to add value, that's in line with your values, that you're genuinely excited about, it's like when you find that perfect gift for somebody mm. on Christmas and you can't wait, you're like, open mine first, yes. open mine first, yes. and you're so excited about it. And how good does that feel? And how easy does that make marketing yourself and your business? Absolutely. And, and when I think about websites and landing pages mm -hmm. and, and things like that and messaging you put out. It's like, yeah, you could have a, a link being like free home evaluation yeah. or it's like you could say, I love character homes. Mm. I picked my top five design character homes in Calgary. If you want my list, let me know. Love it. And what's so cool about that is like these are the best designs that I've seen and people are emailing, yeah, I'd love to see your list and you got all these people yeah. and it's genuinely something that you're excited about. Yeah. Yeah. That the, the, the Epsom salt, the bath salt, yeah. the little bath salt operation you had running. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> if you're into it, yeah. then it makes like, was that hard in terms of like, did you feel like, oh my gosh, what are people gonna think so of this? So fun. Yeah, exactly. So fun and to get the yeah. feedback from people yes. and, and I think, you know, 
when we, and I know it can sound so hokey, but when we authentically give, yes, you get totally. so much in return. And yeah. I think we sometimes even spin it and we're almost scared to get things in return because we want to give so authentically that we almost think that we don't deserve it in return, right? If we're giving authentically, then we shouldn't get anything in return. That's not true, right? Yeah. And I think that's, um, it's, such an, it's such a wonderful thing. And, and I love, you know, the whole concept of, of bringing other things into it so that we can, like for the Epsom salts, like I, I, I um, you know, I put a shout out to the, the local floating place in Okotoks. You, the more that you can divert it away from you, the more it's diverted back to you yeah. inadvertently. Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? Right? Yeah. Like, and I think that, yeah, and I think Ninja is the, the foundation of all of that. What you put out there, you know, is I, what you get back. I just had a thought about this, but I was thinking about like stuff that we're passionate about. Mm. And one of the things, one of the things we love about our community is, uh, the trees and how mature it is. And you go to these newer communities mm -hmm. and why not be the realtor that says, we, we love trees, we love nature, we want to bring nature to you. And you buy a bunch of tree seeds oh. and you go door to door and you just say, oh. would you guys be willing to plant a tree? Oh and it's gosh. like, we want to have a beautiful, and yeah, and like you go yes. to these communities and it's like, we, we're just handing out tree seeds to people yes. for free. Mm -hmm. And you know, you have like, you guys should five, write that down. 500 of them. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. It's like, really and like, nice. we want, especially we, for a new community. Yeah. We love Cranston. We oh. love these and we want it in, in invest in 20 years into yes. Cranston. And do and it would in you honor of someone yeah. just to it, even exactly. add that little bit of some really sediment nice. to it yeah. just to, you know, plant this tree. Actually, that was my February one was Earth Day. Think February. Yeah, so go. we did like you can get like little um, pieces of paper that actually have a seed yes. in it, yes. and then you plant the piece of paper or something like that. I love that yeah. because it's just not about you. That's right. But it's yeah. brilliant, and I think people feel so threatened and tired of having things thrown down their throat yes. that when they're like, "Wait, what?" You know, I think it just totally. really, really is a positive thing. I love it. I Those are great really, ideas. I think I might pocket that. Yeah, one. that's yeah. a good yeah. idea. Yeah, I just think about it and I was like, what do we yeah. love? Like, what would you love and what would make you feel Trees. good? Because yeah. I had Someone came to our house with with something that was a tree and was like, would you like to plant this? I, I, but I love trees, yes, which is I why this was our yeah. idea. But yeah. I mean, who doesn't love a tree? To know, say you don't love trees is like saying, saying you, you don't, don't like love a dog. Okay, we're there. Get off my property. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to see our tree camping. Plant a tree camping. I love that. Plant a tree camping. Yes. And we could order them where we get a ton of them from a big supplier so we can sell them really inexpensively. And it'll be like a big team blue thing where we yes. plant trees all over Our time the is state. running out in our therapy <gasps> session. Madoran's given us therapy here, so we've got to keep on going here. I should have brought my notepad. Thank you, Madoran. But I just, if you think about the stuff that drives you, how easy yes. it is, there's no fear in it. None. It's like there's when no fear in marketing. And, Absolutely. And, and, we had a course a while ago, I should actually run it again, about taking the fear out of prospecting. And if you're genuinely, authentically yeah. adding value, something that you're passionate about, there's no fear. There's it's none. like, am I gonna get scared about inviting somebody to our CIR stampede party? Like if you have the people that are the yeah. party people yeah, yeah, and yeah. The, the, the fun, it's like, no, come on no. out, we're gonna have a blast. It's not like you're like, how's, substantial? how's that gonna go? Yeah, you know, yeah. Like but I love that that's the foundation of CIR. Like I love that about our brokerage is that it's all about it's the ninja approach isn't it and it's really substantial and i think people over um, estimate what the costs are involved this doesn't have to be expensive no yeah. a handwritten note which i know is a cliche but it's a powerful oh, thing we don't get them it's a no. powerful thing yeah. we have Lindsay has our mail key not because i'm not allowed to have our mail key but like i'd probably <laughs> lose the mail key <laughs> 
I'm just that person, so I don't have the mail key. But when he, and we we live in an older community where yeah. like 100 people have had addresses in that house, so we get mail like this every, and, yeah. and it's all flyers and junk or yes. whatever, but for whatever reason, whenever he brings it home, like I am so excited to go through the I'm mail. The same way. And I've lived through everything, none of it matters, but whenever there's an envelope with my name on it that doesn't look like it's coming from, yeah a bank or my insurance company yep. and my name is on it and it looks like a card. Yes. Like powerful. Oh, I'm so I happy. Like it's just every week that I'm going through the mail and there's yeah. nothing exciting there to finally there be like, oh. Because the majority of our client it. database is still kind of from that generation where we grew up with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah, mail, tangible things. Everything has to have well, love notes in school, right? Like you, someone oh, passes you a like note. Fold it all. Yeah, up. that's right. I'll <laughs> the I name was explaining like, that to my daughter. Like you that's got how it we and texted. You're just like, this is, yeah. this yeah. is the best and then thing you ever. Kept it. You yeah. kept it. I know. Now you can only screenshot things, right? And so that's I think insane. there. I think that goes far for people. I think it goes far, and I think that we overthink how we can make what we can do for people that way. Right? Totally. So anyways. I agree. Okay, um, so next next question, um, and then I want to wrap it up talking about yeah. a really cool initiative that you guys, that you're trying to organize. Um, motivation, just because so you've been in the business for 13 years, mm. that is, and you've been busy for 13 years. Mm. A lot going on. What is it that you do that keeps you motivated and in the game? Is there, is it a mindset? Is it a certain type of structure that you have? Is it scheduling vacations at a certain time? Is it... It's so different for everybody, yeah. but is there something for you that you get up in the morning and you're just mm. happy to do what you do? And I'm sure not mm. every day you're happy to do what you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a really good one. Um, you know, I think we, are, we need to be okay with accepting wherever we are at in our life and always wanting to improve on that. So for example, for me, like July, it's kind of quieted down a little bit and I, I know that we still need to be working on the business and all that, but also appreciating the time where maybe it's a little quiet. And knowing that I'm gonna maybe invest a little bit more time at the gym or with my kids, yeah. and then finding that inner peace about that, which again sounds a little cheesy, but being genuine about that. And just kind of rolling with life and whatever it brings you. And you know, there are gonna be seasons where you're super busy and all out and then embracing that and going with it. And then allowing yourself to just breathe when things aren't so crazy. Um, but always kind of having your finger on the pulse as well, which is important. And so whether that is through courses or reading. Mm -hmm. So right now, you know, real estate isn't super crazy and I'm doing a little bit more work on myself, you know, on things that I, you know, on my marriage and on, on things that I want to, on some of the layers in, in me, right, that don't have anything to do with real estate, yeah. you know, directly, but indirectly it sure does, right, because if we're not sure where we need to be at this time in our life, you know, everything can become like a real crapshoot, yeah. right, so. When I love, yeah. you know, you in dating books or, you know, when you hear people talk about you know, no one else is going to find you attractive if you well, what do you do oh, find dating yourself. Book? Yeah, yeah. If you don't find yourself attractive. Well, if you, do you have a you good were, one? You were mean to me last week. <laughs> you laughed me back at But it's true, right? Like if yeah. you if you don't exude confidence and you don't find yourself attractive, so who's who else is going to find you that Absolutely. right? So you're right. Even if right now it's yeah. You say, I, you know, this is about me. This isn't about my real estate business. If you show up to a meeting or you're standing in front of somebody having a conversation and you feel so good about yeah. who you are as a person in that moment, like that will attract business. 100%. And I think that we have to accept we can't control everything, yeah. right? And oh, I'm so, so bad at that. I am terrible. 
terrible at that. And I always like to be moving forward and learning and growing. And sometimes it's okay to be still and to reflect and to grow as in, in different areas of our life, knowing it's going to influence everything. So even though, you know, when you're talking about motivation, what motivates me, you know, to, to motivate me not just to be the best realtor, right, to be the best wife and mother, friend, um, colleague, and that kind of stuff. And so, you know, if I can't control what's happening in real estate, I can always control what's happening in this area of my life and, and by learning and reading and, and that kind of thing. So understanding what you can and can't control and then trying to um, better yourself with what you can, you know, in the areas that you can control. That's wonderful. Is it? I don't know if that, if I went off on. It's lovely. No, that's okay. great answer. That's a great, I'm not, I wouldn't judge your answer. Yeah. I would say whatever answer yeah. is great because it's your motivation. That was really nice. No, answer. thank you. Yeah, I think that's, that's where I'm at. And I'm going to let you two finish up the last question because um, the engaging women at mm. CIR initiative that you're doing, I think is fantastic. Thank you. You went to the event. I wasn't even invited. Um, even though your name is Lindsay. You know, my name is Lindsay. <laughs> you know, try to sneak like, myself in there. Like you might, the you might get to come I to one. I made the Concord event yeah. somehow, and everybody, all the women looked at me like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, <laughs> so, but I wasn't alone. Uh, so take it away. Finish oh, it off. Talk about this. Talk you. about this cool initiative. Yeah, so there, you've had, we had one event so far, but Madoran, you, over the past couple of years, had mentioned you've just seen a need mm. for women to connect and be of service to each other oh, and that. to just you know share good stories bad stories but just have a close circle and um i'm not gonna put words in your mouth but you've no. done something incredible Thank and you. you're on a journey to make it even bigger which is a lot of work tell mm -hmm. us about it and tell everybody Aww. watching Thank you for letting me share that because I'm really yeah. excited about it and I'm really grateful too for all of the women who've kind of stepped up to the plate and kind of encouraged and supported and participated in kind of getting things going and stuff. So it's really yeah. exciting. I do have to say, um, we do have the, mess, the best guys in our brokerage. So no disrespect <laughs> to you guys. At it's all, okay. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and, and even on that note, like, you know, when, when some stuff happened a few weeks ago and that, bless her heart, that woman was assaulted, to see the men, oh, I'm almost going to get choked up, to see the men, how they responded um, was such a powerful thing. Yeah, and we're a stand -up it was group. an amazing thing to see um, the sincere worry and care and yeah. Um, I can I could name off a whole mitful of guys that I would feel confident going to if I ever felt like I was in a situation. So, anyways, I just you know obviously this isn't about that, but I just wanted to say that because I think it's I think it's we have such a great team. We have such a great team, such a great culture. I'm really grateful for that. Um, but anyways, kind of going back to this, um, this, this initiative, if you will, with the women, we always say it's a lonely world in real estate, and I think especially, um, you know wherever we're at in our lives and, and we are, are all at different places in our lives right and so I know for myself I'm actually quite an introvert so this was a this was a bit of a something I needed to kind of pull myself out of and I wanted to to do to, to pull women together we always say it's lonely I think women behind closed doors and I mean this with all due respect can be a little catty and can be you know because we have some you know confidence issues or whatever but I also know that when women get together with the sincere, authentic motive of encouraging and supporting each other, amazing things happen. Yeah, Amazing so things true. happen when you are in a, a conference or something and it's all women, um, you know, and who are really there with the same goal of trying to support other women. And um, 
like I said, we're all at different places in our, in our careers and we all bring so much to the table in terms of how we can contribute. And I loved in our first event, you know, how women were actually getting up and speaking. Mm. I didn't anticipate that at oh, all. That was incredible. I loved that. And that yeah. was kind of what I was hoping for. It's yeah. like, I mean, we needed some sort of, um, you know, a platform to work off of, where, you know, having you and Chloe and Audra there to just kind of get some dialogue going, but to have the women actually step up and share their yeah. stories, and then to have the other women kind of contribute and, um, you know, be able to pull something from that. You know, I'm, I'm at a place in my life where I've been in the industry now 13 years, and I've got two teenage kids, and I've got this and that on the go, but then there's a woman who couldn't relate to that, right? She's a single gal, fresh out of university, and she's, she's trying to find her way. But there's another woman who's maybe gone through that and experienced it. And do you know what I mean? Like, I think there's so much yeah. that we can all bring to the table. So it was, I'm really excited about it. I have no idea where it's going to go, but I just kind of want it to kind of unravel authentically. And, um, and so we'll see. So if any of the women are, have not heard about it, it's... Yeah, tell, yeah. Yeah, logistics, where to find it, yeah, how to participate. We just have a Facebook site at this point. So it's Connect and Collaborate, and I can send out an invite. I don't, again, this is not my strength, right? So um, the first was like a kind of a little bit of a formal event, sort of. It was wonderful. And then, thank you. And then the second event is going to be a pool party. Like we're having a pool Even party. Even more wonderful. Like August 13th. So, and uh, Janine's doing it um, at her place. And so what I'm hoping to do is to kind of go from a formal, you know, maybe somewhat structured, bring in yeah. some motivational speakers, um, bring in some, you know, just have something that's a little bit more focused on some of the things the ladies have shared that are of interest to them. Yeah. Uh, then, and then transition into something that's really informal, but allows us to still come together and share kind of, you know, where it's just not so yeah, intense. Just be around some good fun energy good because everyone energy. needs that in a day. And you never know, some people more than others really don't have that in their life right they now. They don't. They don't, right? Like that. there's yeah. to, have, to have a day to go work and just be fun and they can leave their house and they can leave their business yeah. and just be around some good people and it's mm -hmm. just fun. Like just that is fun. so important for Isn't the Isn't it? I think that's just so yeah. much of where we we lack we are so focused on other people and taking care of families and you know taking care of our clients that we just don't refuel ourselves and i think it's fun with women with drinks and food and a yeah. pool and a pool i'm so jealous like, yeah, i know you guys can know. start your own boys club yeah. do a golf day poker or something <laughs> maybe we should do poker Women's, we'll, women's poker would be so fun. That would get, be so fun. It could get dangerous. <laughs> so fun. That's a good idea. I think we can have a lot of fun. So I actually would love, love, love um, anyone's feedback or thoughts or, you know, to just get some, yeah, some thoughts yeah. on that. Well, and it's, um, we'll make sure that that's posted in the chat too. So that's the, the name of it. Yeah. yeah. So anybody who wants to go and. Yeah, um, and, and that's that. And it's that easy. You just participate. And the group yeah. seems pretty active. Like people are always yeah. posting and commenting and talking and yeah. great ideas, sharing things that they Thank found you. that they love. And it's a great group. Yeah. Thank you. I'm really excited. Okay. And hopefully we can, I, one of the things I really want to incorporate in is giving back somehow to other women. So as yeah. we move forward, then hopefully we can put something together where we're giving back to women in need here in Calgary. Beautiful. And I said in my one, like my, if I allow myself to dream, I'd love to be able to maybe a group of women go somewhere in the world 
you know, wouldn't that be cool? Like CIR women yeah, going yeah, somewhere yeah. where we could yeah. build some houses or, I know, I am such a dreamer. Yeah. No, the amount I think of times a lot of people I would love that. I, I think there's a lot of possibilities. So we'll see where it goes. And like I said, I'm going to try and take it easy this summer, but I'm going to hit it hard in the fall. And yeah, when, when things get back to normal. That's fantastic. Thank you for yeah. sharing that. You. You're welcome. Thank you for supporting it. Magorin, thank you so much for Aww. giving of your time. Thank I you. think that's the most valuable resource we have. So really appreciate you coming on. And you. Uh, if you guys want to see more of our CIR Realty Business Mastery, you can check out uh, CIRRealtyBusinessMastery.com. You can check out the podcast, CIR Realty Business Mastery, or uh, visit our Instagram page, Facebook page, um, other locations like that. So Madoran, thank you so you're much welcome. again. And thank you for having me. Awesome. Aww, you're a treat. See you guys again <laughs> in two Thank you, everybody. Yeah, thank you. take care. <laughs>